right, you guys all poured? I just got my Canadian mist poured into a chilled glass, which seems kind of absurd. I've been poured, bro. A fine whiskey oh, like this. I wanted to make sure I had time to breathe, man. <laughs> it's, been, it's been breathing for the last 20 minutes. Can it breathe through the plastic bottle or no? Because I'm a little confused. <laughs> I feel like I feel like plastic lets it breathe a little bit. Yeah. Right? Guys, I'm yeah. not pouring this shit into a glass. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm pulling it straight out of the fucking bottle. <laughs> what size bottle did you guys get? Did you get the little, like, the 200 milliliter bottle? That's what I got. Yup. Yeah. Oh, shit. Mine's 50 milliliters. You guys are going to have to keep me up. <laughs> I'm gonna have to oh, take these sips mini, carefully. Mini yeah, slow yeah. down there, bud. Right. <laughs> I don't have the ones that you guys have because I totally misunderstood. I think I misunderstood the the purpose of the game. I thought all three of us were just gonna get whatever we could find. I didn't know we were trying to get the same exact thing. That's why I went out and I was like, "Yep, yeah, I got mine." You got Canadian got- Mist. No, I got Rich and Rare. What? Yeah, I was the first one to get it, and and after I got it, Milliard was talking about how he couldn't find it. So I was like, "Well, shit, I already got this one. Fuck that." But I, yeah. I I misunderstood. I didn't think we were all getting the same thing. I thought we were all just finding whatever we could find that was really shitty, or perceived to be shitty or cheap or whatever. So I was like, "Yeah, all I'm right. good. I got rich and rare, man." But I, did, are we starting now? Do we want to get sure. into what they are or what? Okay. I, I, okay. Welcome to... So no, go ahead. <clears throat> no, I was going to say, I, I didn't know if we were introing or what. Here, I, I do have an intro. You ready for this? You ready for this? Ooh, it's pretty epic. I am ready. You're going to like it. Welcome to the 1068 Pubcast, where we drink beer and talk about shit that we find interesting. Please don't take us more seriously than we take ourselves. By all means, pull up a chair, open a beer, and enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 17 of the 1068 Pubcast. I am your pubcaster, Miliardo. With me here tonight is the guy who, much like Jason Aldean, highly recommends that you... Feel that freedom on your face. Freedom. <laughs> freedom on your face. Jay. Yeah. Right? Right? Aldean. There you go. Why would he say... Why would you freedom ever be in a context to say freedom on your face? I mean, I, I can think of a pretty good reason. Can you, Freedom? Can you think of a reason? You I, might, I you certainly might say that. can. <laughs> right, yeah. I live yeah. it every day, my man. Many, many lucky ladies have, and dudes, and dudes. Yeah, a few and dudes, of course, only a few. not just Freedom, but also the guy who, much like Nikki K, thinks that... Nothing really compares to a 9-11. Corrales. Nothing really compares to a 9-11. That's what he said. That is what he Porsche. said. <laughs> what? That oh, is indeed uh, you know, what he said. You want to tell us about the Carrera again? I mean, uh, what else do you yeah, want to talk right. about? I don't right. want to tell you yeah. shit, Freedom. I don't, I don't like, feel like you appreciate it. It's like the, the Porsche 911. It's like the Porsche Carrera, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, guys. What a dick. Welcome, welcome. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing well. Yeah? Man, I'm rested. I took a nap. Ready so to drink some cheap whiskey. I am not well rested. I got up super early today to go to a bass tournament and not catch one single fish. Oh, white people problems. 
that's yeah. You're supposed to catch him. I mean, I'm not a great fisherman, but like. So the winning boat had 18 pounds. That's five fish that are all averaging more than three pounds a piece. Wow. How many pounds did you have? I had zero pounds, Miliardo. <laughs> so that would be uh, zero times five. Uh, right. Okay. No, I got you. I got Still you. Still zero, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, guys, tonight we're drinking... Yeah, we are. You know, whose whiskey corner is this? Who wants to take the blame for what's about to happen? Like, I feel like it's kind of my fault because it was kind of my idea. But I feel like I I mean, do I really want this to be Miliardo's whiskey corner? Because this is, I mean, this is like this. Like you gotta own this was this was all your idea. I gotta own this. So of course this is yours. Okay, (laughs) you're like, hey guys, let's drink something shitty. We, uh, you know, Corrales and um, and Freedom like to enjoy. You know, and taste good right. things. We have refined palates, right? Yeah. You know, whereas I'm, Very I'm, refined. I'm now drinking something out of a plastic bottle. I'm, I'm a little <laughs> with like a plastic screw off cap, like a, like it's a Mountain Dew, right? Yeah. When you can drop your whiskey several times and then it's not a problem, like you can drop the bottle on concrete a yeah. couple times and you're like, oh no, it's good. I'm good. That's I'm what I look good. for in a whiskey. Yeah. I want to know that it's durable. Right. I like to know that it's dual purpose. Yeah. <laughs> that you can play you can play racquetball yeah. with your whiskey. Yeah. And it exactly. Really matter. Like for me, I like yeah. that it, it it's dual purpose for me is that it's a stress ball, right? I can just squeeze it and and you know, it right. kind of has a little give on it, you know? Right. Yeah. And let's be real, mm-hmm. this is Canadian whiskey, so like it could double as a hockey puck. And I would imagine in Canada it often does. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Use your imagination. And with that teaser Here's to cheating, stealing, fighting, and drinking. If you cheat, may you cheat death. If you steal, may you steal a woman's heart. If you fight, may you fight for a brother. And if you drink, well, friend, may you drink with me. Welcome to Milliardos Whiskey Corner. Let's drink some whiskey. So, okay. So, I was thinking, we're, we're, doing, the, uh, we're doing the whiskey trip pretty freaking soon. Two weeks. Yep. And... Oh, I'm so fucking excited, and I I I don't know about you guys, but my uh, whiskey budget's pretty blown on just all the good shit we're bringing. Oh, and my thought was we're gonna be having a lot of good freaking whiskey coming yep. up, so let's have a really shitty whiskey now, <laughs> right? right? Isn't that a isn't that a good idea? That's how good ideas yeah. work, right? That sounds like that's how good ideas yeah, work. You gotta yeah. balance out the karma, you know. Otherwise, God would become angry with us. You right. can't only have good whiskey. Uh huh. Yeah. I have bubbles in my whiskey, like it's carbonated. Why, why, does, why are there bubbles in there? What is in this stuff? Seriously. And this is also, you know, this is also the whiskey segment that was trying really hard not to happen. It didn't happen last That's right. week. Uh, Cross, why didn't it happen last week again? Oh, Can you remind man. me? I, guys, I honestly had no idea what was going on. Like, we were talking about, this, like, getting a cheap whiskey. No. Don't get me wrong, Cross. I'm not trying to blame you right now. What happened was at 9 p.m. on a Friday night. Oh, oh yeah, communism. At 9 p.m. on a Friday night, you wanted to get some whiskey and couldn't. Bible Belt fascist communism big brother <laughs> bullshit is what it was. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. When you told me you could not go to a liquor store at 9 p.m. on a Friday, I was like, <clears throat> what? That's some bullshit, isn't it? Yeah. 
That is that is insane. Yeah. How late do your liquor stores stay open in Indiana? Like nine o'clock? As late as they want to. There's no rule. Dude, they have liquor in Walmart. I think they stay open until about midnight, Jesus. but the, the man's not like you gotta shut the door. It's just like they don't wanna they don't want their workers to have to stay later right. than that. But yeah, you could go to Walmart huh. at, at three AM and get a fucking bottle of whiskey at Walmart if you really wanted it. Didn't you buy a cool ass Woodford Reserve thing from Walmart? Target. Oh, Target. 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 Jesus. Yeah. That's similar, still similar so far fetched. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't go to Target yeah. to buy whiskey. Nice. Isn't that cool as hell? Yeah, they had a nice little holiday cool. set with a crystal glass. Yeah. But, um, and then we had an, another little hiccup. Freedom, what was your little hiccup here? I didn't have he a hiccup. He can't follow directions. Yeah. His hiccups, he can't follow fucking directions. Yeah, this That's is, his it's problem. a problem. It's a reading comprehension. <laughs> Would that be the. Hell no. <laughs> no. No, it's no. definitely reading comprehension. It's okay. No it's okay, Freedom. No. You, it's okay. Like we understand Was that it? you have things that you're struggling with. It's just room for growth. <laughs> but we do have two hopefully equally shitty Canadian whiskeys here tonight. Uh, Corrales, what are you and I drinking tonight? We are drinking Canadian mist, my friend. The mist of northern Mexico. Would this be the bottle that says in capital letters, this blended Canadian whiskey is at least 36 months old? That's the one. They're bragging about that's that. The one. Yeah. 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 I, okay, cool. You can always tell that the aging process is legit when it's done in months. That's how you know <laughs> they mean business. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like it's like we oh won't notice God. or something like we just see the 36 and think it's quality you know it's like all right thanks canada i understand your your opinion of me now right and freedom freedom what are you drinking good sir i'm drinking um it's called rich and rare and you ain't got to be rich to buy it and it ain't that rare to find i'll tell you that <laughs> but it what it does say on mine is not as compelling as yours. It does say R and R in big, right. bold, capital letters, rich and rare. And it says right. Canadian whiskey with natural flavors. <laughs> I don't know what that means either. <laughs> natural with flavors. natural flavors. <laughs> I honestly right. think you might have beat us in like yeah. the shittier. Can we quality. go through the can we go through the price points really quick? What everybody sure. absolutely is because I feel like I've sure. got that one topped off too. So I got the quality, you know, getting my money's worth with the fifty milliliter uh, plastic bottle. It's a little smaller than you guys. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. But it is dollar uh, sixty nine for this little bad boy. Yeah, pretty optimistic personally. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, yeah, so I got the two hundred milliliter bottle. Um, which is honestly kind of a neat size. It is. You can fit it in your pocket. Yeah. I wish good whiskeys would I do mean, an alcoholic-like sized bottle, you know, because it would allow me to try more whiskeys, you know? Yeah, I agree. That is, yes. Yes, I agree. And we're doing two firsts tonight, too. So this is our first really cheap whiskey, and this is our first Canadian whiskey. So basically, if we have any Canadian listeners, you kind of know how we feel about you now. Like, right. We're like, Canada doesn't deserve their own segment. <laughs> let's let's combine them with the cheap whiskey segment. <laughs> well, let's see. We've made fun of the Irish. We've made fun of Jamaicans, Indians, right. and why not mm -hmm, Canadians, mm -hmm. right? We got to, sure. you know, 
throw our brand out there internationally. Make sure everybody <laughs> right, hates, hates us equally. Yep. How much did you pay for your, your 200 milliliter little pocket flask? I think mine was around five bucks. So For the same one? Five or six dollars for the 200 right. milliliter. So, yeah. so rich and rare, I got the 200 milliliter as well. And it was a dollar ninety nine. Holy and, shit! Well, that's because yours has and, like flavoring and food coloring and shit in it, man. I'm kind of jealous, was, man. I think freedom probably wins. Yeah. What was compelling to me? I was going. In, I, I was in the store, right? And and I go to the same place. I need to venture out a little bit, but um, I really like the store because every now and then you'll find a diamond in the rough, aka. Uh, my mystery whiskey I found in the store and it's a good one. So okay, okay. I went in there. I need, I needed an everyday whiskey. I ran out of um, my, what I normally drink. And so I went in there and I asked the guy uh, that I normally talk to. And I said, you know, my buddies and I were doing a, po- a podcast and we're doing it on the shittiest whiskey we can find. And I, t- and as soon as I said that I heard from the back, is that freedom? And he said, yeah. (laughs) And he said, give me a minute. I'll show him. (laughs) (laughs) And so he came out and he gave me this. So the, the, one of the whiskey, I don't know if it's, I honestly don't know if it's the owner or if he's just the guy that's always working there, but knows me my, by name and said, yep, I know which one he needs. So I don't know. Well, Uh, well, specifically he knows you by name because of shitty whiskey or because of the, the podcast. No, no, because I'm in there enough and we just talk about whiskey while I'm in the store. Well, and what I was wondering is if he recognized your voice or that he just figured someone was wanting to buy something really cheap to drink. It must be freedom. (laughs) I don't know. know, It could go either way. It could go either way. How can I tell you my uh, rich and rare story? Because I went looking for it first and I started to get really embarrassed when I realized that this was... Not something you were supposed to want to find. <laughs> I felt weird buying Canadian mist. Like I felt like I was buying porn, like like weird porn. Like you tucked like it under your arm on the way out. Sh- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, I was like, I bought, Do you I have bought a brown bag for your brown like bag. Cover it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I asked the guy. I was like, Do you have uh, a rich and rare? And he thought about it for a second, and he was like, Richard. Oh, R and R. And he was like. No, no, I don't think anybody. And then he looked at me again before he finished his sentence was like, why would you want that? Like, I didn't even know the guy and he was judging me. And like, so then I had to like call another one in shame. I was like, hey, do you guys have rich and rare? And I got the same sort of like, uh, like what's wrong with my manager? No one requests the manager. And they came back and just like, no, we don't carry that. I'm like, okay, <laughs> no, thanks. We're like, a class you know, establishment. <laughs> like they're right, insulted so, that you would even ask. Yeah, apparently the whole fucking city is. So you you win freedom, I think. What oh, kills man. me though is that you live in Canada and you can't find this Canadian whiskey. That kind of blows my mind. Right, it's probably yeah. made in Mexico. Mexicans north of the border. Well, here's the thing. I did a little research on good old rich and rare. And it is made in Canada. It is actually made by the Sazerac company. So Sazerac owns Buffalo Trace as well. Yeah, they make some excellent bourbons. Right, right. It's blended in Canada, but they don't sell it in Canada. 
They only sell it in the United States. It's too bad. It's too bad for Canadians. <laughs> I don't get it. I'm so right. Canadians say right. you gotta take that shit elsewhere. Export. Right. Get shit out. I did a little research of uh, Canadian mist on uh, distiller. And so first of all, I want to preface this by pointing out that I think freedom has us beat. I think freedom's whiskey is going to be shittier. And <laughs> I, I'm actually impressed by that. All right. Thank you. Right. Thank you. <laughs> I, I'm not even sure that it's, I mean, like natural flavorings. I'm not even sure what that means. <laughs> I guess you can flavor whiskey, right? Yeah. But- so I, so there's a know. there's a couple of things. So I looked up Canadian Mist on Distiller, okay? And first of all, it's one of the lowest scores. Well, okay. The first thing that surprised me is that Distiller had actually rated it. So Distiller has like their professional raters and then they have like just random people that that do their ratings. User ratings, right? Yeah, user ratings and their expert review surprised me that they would even do a review of Canadian Mist. <laughs> it scored a 70 out of 100, which is that's passing exceed- in school. It, it it is passing in Barely. school. Um it's a C now. We're on a different grading scale. But anyway, oh, with that being said, it's the lowest score I've ever seen. The average uh user rating was uh 2 stars out of 5, which is a pretty damn low average. All right. And to be honest, the tasting notes are just sort of weird. All right. So the tasting, it says first thoughts, first thoughts about the whiskey include peanut shells found on the floor of some pubs. <laughs> Who's been it's, eating it peanut seems, shells? It seems strange. What? It seems strange that they would go to state that it wasn't just peanut shells <laughs> it was peanut shells that came from the floor of a pub of a pub right so right. i found that unusual and then it says <laughs> the second thought includes carnival popcorn the whiskey fades on your palate fairly quickly and you are ju- and it's it, it just says you are just left with peanut shells and maybe some barrel spice <laughs> and that's it okay that's the review <laughs> On that note, I'm looking forward. I got one last thing. Do you want me to tell you the review on Distiller for Rich and Rare? Well, yeah. You found it? Exactly my point. They don't even have it. On <laughs> they don't have it. <laughs> it's not even... It's not even... It's worth not even there. Right. I'm so scared right now. It's not even funny, man. Or, or, well, you know what? I'm either scared or I'm super excited because this may be my new right. cheap whiskey if it's any good. Yeah. $2 for 200 milliliters. Oh, Jesus God. Man. Who knows? Canada loves you. All right. We ready to try this? Yeah, man. No. <laughs> Let's do it. Ugh. Uh, so what are we doing here? Are we chugging and then saying how much we love it? Mm. I'm giving it the respect that a much more expensive whiskey deserves, which is I'm, I'm trying to get tasting notes. I want the peanut shells, man. No, you're giving it the respect that a 36-month-old whiskey deserves. <laughs> right, yeah. In dog years, that's still not old enough to be a whiskey. Oh, my Lord, <laughs> have true. mercy. It smells like straight-up um, 
nail polish remover. I mean, I know that's not a bad thing necessarily. And I just I can't believe out, I'm so even going to be rating this on my uh, distiller. <laughs> yeah. How low does Corrales go? That's what I want to know. You get five stars, right? Yeah, it can't it can be a zero. He's gone as low as one. I think Ardbeg yeah. was a one on his scale. Ardbeg might have been a one. And honestly, I probably wouldn't give Ardbeg a one now. My tastes are starting to change some, but yeah, I'm going to look that up real quick. I've given some ones. While I'm, I'm mulling this one over a little ones. bit. I'm going to start. I'm ready. So here's my start of Canadian mist. It's actually not that hot, which surprised me because I've always kind of equated cheap with uh, hot. Right. Um, sure. But it's sure. it's it's actually relatively smooth. And when I hold my nose and drink a little sippy sippy, it's not that unpleasant. But you literally like have to pinch your nose and then just like <laughs> shoot it down. No, just like kill off some of the taste buds and some of the sense of smell at the same time. Yeah, it gets better. Right. Right. I don't know how the expert got peanuts. I'm trying. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Was it the expert that was bringing up the peanuts or a yeah. user? Nope, that was Ooh. the expert. <laughs> so when when somebody who's like an expert whiskey uh, raider chooses to punch down on Canadian Mist, that's how you know they made him mad, right? It's, <laughs> that guy got pissed off. I mean, but I've read some expert ratings before. I'm like, the fuck is this guy or girl talking about? So I take those with a grain of salt sometimes. I can sort of see it. Uh, you know how peanut shells have like a grassy sweetness to it? Yeah, yeah. There, I, I see where they're. I don't know about at. grassy, but yeah, I can. I don't even know what that means. Though. I don't. I've never had grass. You've never chewed on like a little piece of grass or like a piece of straw, like that. I mean, sweetness? I guess I have. Yeah, I guess like I an have. earthy okay. sweetness to it. Yeah, I'm with yeah. you. I could. I, mean, I could see that a little bit. I have done one stars before. I looked at. I, I've given two whiskeys one star. Uh, Glen Levey Nadura, sixteen year, which oh. kind of surprises me. But that yeah, one, I did not like that. That was not the one I was think, thinking. Uh, well, Ardbeg ten year, I gave one too. Yeah, I remember seeing yeah. that a long time ago. But the other one I was thinking right. about was uh, Glenmorangie La Santa. I was. I'm surprised that that. I think I, g- I gave it kept. two. I gave it three, which I I would give oh, it okay. two now. Yeah, because that's way it's too. I sweet, know how much man. it's like you harped on that one being rotten fruit, not good. It's just too sweet, man. I I don't think I'm a, I'm not a Glen Morangi guy. So, although there are a lot of people that love that shit, I got a little bit more for this one. So yeah, you know how. The more dynamic a whiskey is, the more different flavors you can pull out and the more it changes as you sip. Absolutely. Yes. So, like, I consider one of my favorites we ever tried, um, which was the 21-year Balvenie that you let us taste with you. That one was, I called that one a three-phase because that's what I could get from it. And then Balvenie uh, 12-year Doublewood. And even some bourbons. Balvenie. Didn't I say that? Didn't I correct it? No. Mm-mm. Balvenie, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. the twelve-year Doublewood, mm-hmm. and even mm-hmm. some bourbons. Now I'm able to get like a two-phase, the Journeyman, which I like a lot of Journeyman. Some of those a little bit more simplistic Journeyman whiskeys, I consider mm-hmm. some of those to be a one-phase. 
this is less than that. Right. Like it's it's like there's a flavor yeah. <laughs> that wants to develop, but it doesn't quite do it. Yeah. So I'm gonna call this one yeah, it falls like a super point flat. three phase. So it like doesn't even round up to one phase. You know what I mean? It rounds down to zero. Right. Zero phases right. of flavor. Yeah. I agree. It is very, very flat. Like there is not a whole lot going on. I agree with you though. It's not hard to drink. It's not hot, pretty no. mild, pretty dull. But that's true of the flavor, too. Like, there's just not a whole lot going on. There is an astringency to it, and there's a little bit of, like, a bitterness in the finish. But there's not even that much of a finish. Like, no. pretty much once you've drunk it, it's pretty much gone. Yeah, yeah. So and there's no I heat agree. to have anything in the back end. Nope, like, just not a whole lot going on. You know how when you're sick, sometimes got, like, some uh, congestion stuff going on, your taste buds just kind of go haywire, and you can't tell the difference between, like, chocolate and and asparagus or whatever you know what i mean like you ever had one of those days oh sure sure this is my new sick as balls whiskey because if my taste buds were shot this would be my jam it wouldn't matter it would it would be a smooth beverage that would just go down easy and the flavors wouldn't matter so i have found (laughs) a a place in my life for canadian mist (laughs) well done canada well done canada fucking moose people you know, and, and I will say this, I, I don't know much about Canadian whiskeys, um, but the ones I've had do tend to be lighter in flavor. And a lot of that comes yeah. from the fact that it's essentially a bourbon in a second fill bourbon barrel. They get a lot of their barrels from the United States because bourbon has to be in a first fill barrel. Yeah. So Canadian whiskeys, you know, they're putting their whiskeys in a barrel that's already, you know, held, aged and dumped. Uh, a barrel worth of whiskey so it's less charred you know you get lighter color usually uh, in in uh, freedom's case who knows since they add as added do... stuff to his that's true <laughs> absolutely absolutely as do scotches <laughs> and 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 irish whiskey they they tend to take ex-bourbon barrels too right yeah, so. yeah absolutely and so you know i expected a lighter flavor but i mean you know i think miliardo's spot on like it it and and I think of I think of whiskeys like that too, Miliardo, where it's like, okay, you know, how much depth is there? Like, how much is really going on? And there is not a whole lot going on. Um, right. It's not hard to drink. It's not unpleasant. Uh, it's a little astringent. Um, you know, it's got a little bit of that like nail polishy bite when you first drink it, but it's really yeah. not hot. It's easy to drink, but it's like. Like you swallow it down and it's you're done. It's like gone. there's no yeah. 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 Where where one of the surprise scotches that I'm gonna bring to our um our bourbon trail trip. Oh, you have one? Yeah, I got a surprise for y'all. Finally nice. a surprise whiskey nice. surprise whiskey. I actually think I'm I think I'm gonna sort of have two surprises. So I'm gonna have to figure out which one I nice. wanna put into the OMG, to the bracket. Two surprises. Yeah, so I got a couple things, but um <laughs> But man, I mean, I was tasting that scotch for like 20 minutes after I'd finished the glass. Wow. It was just, there was so much going on where if this had been five years ago, it probably would have been too much going on for me, you know, Um, where now I'm finding that I really like that. I like that the flavor, you know, things change as you, you swallow and as you take a breath, you know, you get all these different flavors. And yeah, with, with Canadian mist, man, it's just like, yep. So <laughs> that's it. That's. Yeah, <laughs> <the situation. laughs> 
I have a new theory, Corrales, for Canadian Mist. You ready for this? What's up? It also says, you know, next to the 36-month-old uh, aging mark on this bottle. Right. Um, yeah. It says, imported and bottled by Brown Foreman Beverages, Louisville, Kentucky. And since you said it was sec- to often second-use bourbon barrels, I'm going to assume that this brown... They just do it uh, right there on site? No, they send the barrels to to Canada, and then they just pour some shit in the barrels, and then they import it back <laughs> and bottle it. That's, that's, that's my belief, right? Yeah. 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 And then you can call it Canada. Yeah, and once it hits the border, then it has to go by moose, right? So that's what right. takes 36 months. Yeah, that's why they get that age statement. It's just the moose transport. Yeah, but yeah, man, I, I, I mean, your your whiskey tasting is really developing because I, I mean, you, I think you you nailed it, and you really are starting to see the different depths of whiskeys. Yeah, so I appreciate that. Well, freedom, you've been quiet. If you can't wait to hear, so uh, <laughs> Brown Foreman, by the way, they they manufacture and distill Jack Daniels. Yep. Yep. Uh, Old Forester, Woodford Reserve, uh, Glendronach. Uh, and, uh, you know, timeless, you know, whiskey ish things like Southern comfort. Okay. So they're a huge conglomerate. So if I poured Jack Daniels down the throat of a really drunk guy and then drank his urine, is that kind of what Canadian mist is? Is that, I mean, I mean that's basically, that's, that's how said, they, right? that's pretty much it. You know, you got to filter yeah, assessment, through, you know, okay. yeah, but go ahead. What's yours? God, man, this, this is not good. It's really bad. So the first thing I noticed, but the first thing I noticed, I, I did pour it in my uh, whiskey glass. Does everybody know what kind of whiskey glass I drink out of? That would be a rogue. That's right, my yes. rogue glass. That uh, hey, I love drinking out of it. I love drinking out of this thing. It's not fancy, but you know, I still get a lot of the uh, aromas and stuff out of it. I know that it's like a wider brimmed glass, but it's pretty close to the. Um, what is it? The uh, what's the glass you drink out of, Corrales? What is it called? Oh, the the Glencairn crystal glasses. Yeah, like the Glencairn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as far as like the diameter at the top, I know it's a lot wider and it's it doesn't get you know skinny and whatever. It's really close, and I like drinking out of it because I know exactly where one finger versus two fingers is. Like as far as right. when you pour in it, that's what she said. So mm-hmm. right. Ayo. First thing I notice, it's really weird, but. Have you guys ever poured a whiskey and kind of, you know, uh, say you pour, pour a finger of whiskey and you kind of run it around the glass to see, I like to see how oily it looks on the glass, how yeah, it yeah. coats the yeah. glass. Yeah, you're looking, those are called the legs. So you're looking at the legs oh. of the whiskey. Hello. Giggity. She got legs. If it takes it longer to drop down, you've got higher levels of sugars. But I also that tend I to think know. those whiskeys have more of an oily flavor. Well, and here's the thing. This is what's this is what's interesting. It it really coats the glass. It takes forever for the entire. Um, well, no, that's not true. A lot of I get a lot of trickles downwards to where it's just like a seamless stream down, and it doesn't look oily, but it still coats the top of the glass. Where I'm trying to test that theory of how oil, it looks like a really oily whiskey. But when you drink right. it, there's, it's not oily at all. Not even a little bit. In you know, your case, that's like that's the food coloring, right? Just the food maybe. coloring. And, 
Many other natural That's flavors. why I'm perplexed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow. I keep doing it. I keep trying. I'm like, wow. This thing is coating the glass like it's super oily, yet it's not. It makes no sense. But that make. But the sugar thing, I, I can get on board with that because this thing is really sweet, but not a good sweet. It it <laughs> it reminds me of a peppermint when yeah. I'm drinking it. it, it ugh, I think it, you're drinking a damn liqueur, man. what's the what's the alcohol what's the 80 proof proof? man it's 80 proof i'll be damn yeah oh trust me i made sure before i bought it that it was whiskey whiskey and not not a yeah like a liqueur not not a soco type thing yeah yeah no i I didn't mean that literally but it is like I mean, yeah, it's, I don't know, man. Like, when yeah, you talk about a... added flavorings and stuff, it's like, what the fuck right, is this? It's just right. moonshine with some food color in it. Right, but it kind of tastes like that. That's what's weird. Right. <laughs> yeah, like apple pie moonshine, but shitty. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Peppermint moonshine. Who's going to drink that? Who's going to drink peppermint moonshine? <laughs> Name one fucking person. Hey. I would like a uh, uh, some a grain whiskey and a peppermint patty. No, nobody <laughs> wants that. But that's kind of what this is to me. And once I poured it in the glass, I don't get so much of the uh, nail polish remover anymore. I think that's just because I had just poured it in there. It didn't have a, a, a second to breathe. Like we should get yeah. most whiskeys, right? Even though it's $1.99 for a 200 mil. But yeah, now, you know, you got to give it smells- the benefit of the doubt. You do, and it actually has that caramel uh, sweetness on the nose, kind of like most bourbons do, in my experience anyway. Yeah. So it actually smells pretty pleasant, but man, when you taste it, it's just like what uh, Miliardo said. Super uh, simple. It does it. It's it's like one taste, which for me is a peppermint. And it's like Corrales said, it's not hot at all. It's just like it's there, and then it's gone. So I can see. Why, you know, hobos would love this. No, I don't know why. <laughs> that's, I that. that's, that's really why stupid. That's about the dumbest shit I've ever said in my life. But, you know, this is really. <laughs> if I was a homeless person, good. I kind of get it. Like, I kind of yeah. get it. Right. This is your uh, sobriety test. If, if someone is drunk enough to think this is, you know, here's your Balvenie 12 year Corrales. Here is, buddy. And then he takes a sip. He's like, mm, that's the good stuff. You're like, all right, that guy's gone. I believe you meant the Balvenie. Didn't I say Balvenie? I feel like I said Balvenie. No, you... No. Balvenie. You, you do... It's like you Balvenie. do want to get through that really quick. Kind of kind of think like Balvenie. a southerner Balvenie. real quick. Balvenie. And, and Balvenie. really Balvenie. just slow down how you're talking. And then lose the war? Right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, too soon. <laughs> too soon. Uh, too soon. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. Bro, it's only been 200 years, man. So here's the deal. I, whatever. I don't <laughs> I don't know okay oh, so here's the notes good. that I put in distiller for this okay it's pretty simple simple whiskey I put nose astringent sugar uh, the body <sighs> not very hot but not a lot going on there is a sweet earthiness slash grassiness mm-hmm. the finish mm-hmm. nope it's done <laughs> price one Mexican peso <laughs> per bottle because <laughs> it didn't it didn't let me I didn't have an option for less than a dollar um, right oh wow but when it comes <laughs> but when it comes to stars I don't 
I don't really know what to do with this. You kind of have to compare it to the ones that were bad and go from yeah, there. I feel like sometimes because like, I've done that sometimes. Was this one so bad it broke your scaling system? Is that what just happened? No, no, <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's like okay. we've talked about this before. When I kind of when I judge a whiskey, I judge it for price point, and I kind of judge it for like what is this whiskey supposed to be, and does it achieve that? I am with you on that type of rating. I really, you know me, I'm the cheap guy. When I buy an Evan Williams single barrel for 25 bucks and that shit is dank for 25 yeah. bucks, yeah. that is a three to four at least star rating because. Exactly. I'm with and you it on deserves that. that. Totally so with it's, you it's on just, that. it's kind of weird because it's like on one hand, like I gave this a better rating than Glenn Glassall Revival. I remember drinking that, and it was pretty good. Yeah, we had that at our good. tasting at our house. Yeah, yeah, but it should have been better. Like, it should have been better. Right. I expect that to be a if, better whiskey than this, and it was If wasn't. you bought the Balvenie, right, any Balvenie, and it was $80, say it was an $80 Balvenie, you know how that needs to taste. That needs to be, I feel like you should, right? Yeah. Then, if you bought a Vault Ball Vinny that was $180, it should be exponentially better than that $80 Ball Vinny. Right? Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. To get a higher rating in your eyes, at least. Yeah, so I don't know. Basically, I'm torn. This is not going to be better than a two-star whiskey. But it's like, when I stack it up against the other whiskeys in my list, it's a one-star. I don't like that about the app. I don't like that I can't give it a one-and-a-half. Or yeah, I, I wish. I, yeah, I wish they had had kind of like Untapped does. Right. So here's a here's an interesting way to look at it. How many of you guys are gonna have a bottle of what's in your hand right now, or in your stomach, depending on how fast you're going, on your shelf in a month from now? What's the chance? Never. So be, yeah. So you're <laughs> saying we'll have it drank or thrown away within a month? No, no. I meant I meant once whatever you have is gone. What's the chance you're gonna ever buy this again? Never. Never again. Never. I think that Never. says it all. Me too. <laughs> it kind of does. Never again. Yeah, but I can say I, that I'm about thinking, all the two stars on my list too. Like I, none of them are on my are on my shelf, and none of them will ever be on my shelf. Right? Would you say that about Ardbeg? You would never buy Ardbeg. Mm. Ooh, see how I like the you know yeah, well, mix it up a little honestly, bit. Honestly, I don't know, man. I don't think I would for me. No. Um, if I bought it, I would buy it for like guests that want to try something that's really like really PD and adventurous, you know, but for me, no, if I want a PD scotch, like I've found my PD scotch and you guys are going to actually have it on our, our bourbon trip. It's our, it's the surprise. I'm excited. I'm excited. We're going to have a bunch of peat monsters. I have, I feel like I have found my peat monster. I believe I, I really enjoy it. You know, um, so no, no, I I wouldn't, I don't think have an Ardbeg, not for me at least, you know, maybe to like round out the flavors that I can offer somebody visiting and talking about whiskey maybe, but for me, no. Okay. Yeah. It'd be a a one or a zero star for me. You got to give it a one. I think, you know, it's, it's bad enough to where I think it deserves a zero, but if you're sympathetic towards the price point, 
argument, which I, I'm not. Well, and it's like, it's not hard to drink though. Right. Like I consider a bad whiskey, like the one that gives you like whiskey face. Like to me, that would be a disservice. Like it's a, it's a drinkable whiskey. Like it's, there's a lot of yeah. craft, yeah. craft distillers right now selling really young whiskey that tastes worse than this for sure. And they're selling it for 50, 60, $70 a bottle. Where this is like a very drinkable whiskey. It's just not a whiskey that like whiskey people drink. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Like, cause it doesn't have a whole lot going on. Yeah. I would say then give it a two. Give it a two. That's what I'm I, like you I said, you can't give it more than a two because it's not great. It's just for the price point, it's drinkable. Yeah, it's drinkable. Give it a two. Fair enough. Because I, I'll be honest, I see ones as almost like most of my ones Not are drinkable. like this. This isn't really drinkable. Yeah, I couldn't. Like you, you really don't have any business drinking that. Which I struggled through a few of my, uh, the ones that I had. I, I struggled through them. They were really hard right. to drink. And I have not poured one since. And I've got one on my shelf. This is not hard to drink. I mean, what do you think, Miliardo? No, no, it's not. It's, it's, um, I mean, it's the light beer of whiskeys. Is that fair? Uh, someone yes. Who doesn't really oh, yes. Yeah. I think oh, that's yeah. perfect. You know what I mean? It Definitely. is the light yes. beer of whiskeys. I wish no, I hadn't already no, submitted my comments because I would add that. It is the light beer <laughs> no. of whiskeys. I don't think it's the necessarily the light beer of whiskeys. I think it's more like the Smirnoff of whiskeys. <laughs> Yeah, I'm no, serious. It's, no, no, yes, because I wouldn't be that Smirnoff, mean about it. No, 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 I'm not even trying to be mean. But you think about it, this might be something that uh, it could be. It's it's not really. It's not strong. It's not hot. It's something most people could probably stomach. But for the people that aren't used to whiskeys, this could be not uh, something that they could start on. What do you think? Oh, you're you're referring back to Miliardo when you're talking about Smirnoff hey, as a startup beer. Yeah, I, I see what hey. you did there. I see what you did there. All right. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I, see, I can see that. I can see that. Smirnoff grape or watermelon? <laughs> Was that all the uh, tasting notes you guys had? That's that's all I can That's it, bro. At the moment. I mean, there's not a whole lot to say about it. I'm bringing this on the trip so you guys can experience it because it's sh- some shit. Nice. Are you guys ready to raise some drinks? Pour some drinks, and what's the other one? Throw some. What are we doing in drinks? We throw them, right? We raise a glass, pour a glass, throw a glass. Where we raise a glass for something that makes us happy. We pour out a glass for something that makes us sad. And we throw a glass at something that pisses us off. Alright, so, um, so raise a glass, right? So, uh, me freedom. This, uh, this... <laughs> me freedom. Hey, yes. I, I got to make sure everybody you knows freedom. who's talking. <laughs> me, however, me I feel like most people probably do. <laughs> That's actually the beginning of the Constitution. You guys just don't read enough important documents. <laughs> Four score. Oh wait, <laughs> dear George dear... the Third. Me freedom. <laughs> <laughs> there was commas in between there. Me freedom. You, right, Corrales. You people. Is that how I talk like fucking Frankenstein? Me, freedom. Where were we? You were raising a glass, I believe. I am raising a glass because I've got some epic news for bitches. Nice. So, 
Me freedom. <laughs> I'm raising a glass to myself this week. Nice. Now that may sound very pompous and very self-centered, right? It's actually not the first time you've done that, believe it or not. But yeah, I, continue. I am not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So uh, very recently, I made a huge, huge leap in my personal and professional life that most people would probably find to be pretty crazy. But I honestly believe that it's a blessing uh, for our family. Um, my job currently uh, has taken a turn for the 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 suck meter has gone like way down <laughs> right oh that's good. i mean mo- the suck meter up then the oh, suck meter okay. is like good. that's not good no it's not great it sucks man uh <laughs> you know they new management's been brought in and very unpopular very dic- dictatorish and uh you know dictatorish not, oh, dictatorish yeah. What okay. I say goes. So type if, deal. if these people were going to oh, like yeah. add you to a party on Xbox, would they call it an invite or an invitation? I'm just curious. They would <laughs> certainly call that shit and get there. Okay. Do it. Right. They call it a do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> it wouldn't be invite sent. It would be do it. Do sent. it. <laughs> so basically. It got to a point where in the past, uh, maybe six to eight weeks or so, shit, it's like July. Yeah, six to eight weeks. Five of my fellow colleagues have quit, just quit because, oh, wow. the, yeah, it's pretty drastic. And, and it's not like it, that huge of an operation, but five people quitting within the past eight weeks is pretty drastic. And I mean, at first, when people were just dropping like flies, you know, the first thing I thought was like, what kind of dumb shit is that? what has to drive somebody to a point where they just quit their job? You know what I mean? Yeah. And well, and when you got that many people just jumping ship, there's something wrong with the ship. Something's gotta be wrong with the ship. And it was people that was like, wow, I'm surprised that they left. And some people were leaving without any cause. It wasn't even that they had something lined up. They were just quitting. That to me blew my mind. It was like professionalism concerned. Why would you quit without having a backup plan? That that was my first yeah. thought. I was like, why would you even do that? Right. Um, but later down the road, after people were just jumping ship, one of the new people that came in, they they uttered a phrase that I will never forget. And it made me realize why people were doing what they were doing. The phrase was, we are not here to help people. And it was because there were people that had health concerns or family concerns. People were, they were wanting to change people's shifts up and they weren't trying to be accommodating to people. And I get the sense that when you own a company or when you're working for a a big conglomerate, you're not there to please people. You're there to make money. I get that. But you don't come out and say, we're not here to help people. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, The magic is made when you shit on everyone and don't, let them realize that you're shitting on them. You don't yeah, you gotta say be yes. nice you about do it. it. Yeah, yes. you, you shit on people with a smile, you know? Correct. But okay. yeah, that's exactly how it, how it came down. It was, you know, everything filters through the people like me, a supervisor that goes back to the floor level folks. So your directors and your higher up managers say, hey, we need to change shifts or, hey, we need people to work overtime or, hey, we need people to suck it up. That kind of message comes from us. And when the message from the higher up is, 
we're not here to help people. We're here to make money or something along those lines. It's like, oh, great. And that was like How his do public statement that? to the company and his employees? No. Yes, to us. Yes. Yes. Wow. That was verbatim. I wrote it. I put it in my phone not two hours after he said it because that was going to be my <laughs> going to be a segment on on a throw yeah. glass, but I'm making this but I'm making <laughs> you're like throw a, but this you're is like, a razor buddy, glass throw a glass done but this Got is it. a razor glass segment oh shit there was a shit. twist I'm, I'm spinning twist. it this is a razor glass okay oh fuck I'm getting dizzy so with all the spinning really, man so on on top of that right as we three are very well aware Mrs. Freedom is uh having some health issues right Right. And with right, her right. regular doctor's appointments, but now she needs more specialist appointments, physical therapy, occupational therapy. And as of recent, she needs a little bit of speech therapy. She's having some difficulty forming sentences and actually talking straight without having some stuttering and little things like that. With all that culminating, I am formally going to be jobless as of Wednesday in the next couple of days. I have chosen oh, to completely... Shit. Yeah, I am I am discontinuing my service as of Wednesday in just a few days. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a big deal. But it's a raise of glass, fellas. And this okay. is why it's a raise of glass. Because I like it. To me, quitting I say quitting, but it's not quitting. I actually put more than two weeks notice out there to, you know, put in time with my replacement, of which the company has not given yet. But anyway. You know, I gave my a fair amount of notice to make sure everything's in place before I leave. But the main purpose was a to get all this shit in order because, you know, Mrs. Freedom has a lot of things that she needs to go through. And with my current job being as demanding as it is, it doesn't allow me to get her to her appointments. I've had to cancel right. appointments, just regular appointments, because I couldn't be there. And then you got a young and right. you know, I got a three year old and she needs to go to daycare, right? And Mrs. Freedom doesn't drive anymore. So right, I right, have to yeah. take her to and from daycare. And then if there's appointments, I got to take her to and from, you know, so it's a blessing to me because it allows me to be able to do that for the family. Right. And right. not only that, I think I've found a good alternative to what I'm doing now. I think I've found a profession that's going to be a little bit more accommodating to the family life, but also to me as well. Um, porn star? Anybody want to guess what kind of profession? That, oh, not not for No, I'm just kidding. That's not that's not even remotely close. Don't be a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Have you found? Did you did you find a position in professional douchebaggery? <laughs> oh, oh so very close. Because I've How always you know thought that? that you that would be perfect for you. Right. Like you I mean, do it. I mean. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I've seen your speedrunner performance. I feel like if there was oh, ever God. anyone you, you don't even put know. out, you like, haven't even seen put the out like, a, like a job wanted or a a a position hiring situation. <laughs> if you just if yeah, if you right. just sent in a video of your speedrunner exploits and be like, this guy is the embodiment. Uh, he's a living, breathing douche. Yeah, this guy's amazing. Wow. Ouch. Except not really, no, because not that's very true. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. I'm complimenting you. Your Bakery <laughs> knows no bounds. It doesn't. It really and doesn't. And I'm, I'm an individual, like, I really appreciate high-quality, like, real, like, concentrated douchebaggery. 
You got it, buddy. <laughs> you know, you got the carpet cleaner, and then you got the 2X concentrated carpet cleaner, and then <laughs> you right. got the... Yeah. It's artesian douche braggery. It's, it's luxury. Yeah, right. It's, it's craft yeah. douche braggery. Yeah. Craft oh, yeah. douchebaggery. Yeah, that blue That's sky. Awesome. It's that blue sky douchebaggery. So what I'm planning to go into is real estate. Okay. I'm going to be going into real estate classes pretty soon. It's going to create a little bit. I think it's going to create a lot more flexibility uh, to be with the family when I need yeah. to. Yeah, it would. And, right. and, it and thankfully, as far as Mr. and Mrs. Freedom, you know, we, we are very frugal people, as I think we've talked about on the uh, podcast quite frequently. We are very frugal. So as far as funds are concerned, we've been saving over the past, God, what, six to eight years in the event something like this would happen. So we're we're good. You know, if, say, yeah. I went through real estate and it was a complete failure, we would still be okay for a little while. So I think right. this is going to create an opportunity for me. That's how I'm treating it. So I am raising a glass of Make Like a Tree American Brown Ale by <laughs> Shorts Brewing Company like out it. of Bel Air, Michigan. I like it. To my I decision like that a lot. To, well done. So, right? I right. like it. To your decision to do what? What was your decision to do? My de- my decision to quit my job that I'm doing no, now. No, no. It was to yes. make like a tree and, and get the get fuck the out of there. Fuck out of here. That's right. <laughs> That's well exactly done, why well I said, yeah. Nice. Yeah, so cheers. Yeah. Well, cheers, man. I, I wish you good luck. Yeah. You'll kick ass. There's no doubt. Yeah. I, I, and I think you so. will like being your own boss. You know, it'll work. That's with another your time and another, yep. yep, yep. I, I think it's going to be a good fit. And you know, um, it, are you enrolled already? Not in yet. It'll be in August. Okay. In August. Okay. Yep. After our trip, uh, the next. Yeah, cool. I think it's the next week after our trip. Yep. Okay, Took the next available on. one I could. Yeah, it, it really will be. So yeah. I'm basically this Wednesday is my last day. So I'll have from whatever Wednesday's date is. And then through our trip, and then it's August the sixth that I start classes on that. Yeah. So. Okay, dude, you have to. You, yeah. We got to do some. We need to go on a fishing trip or something. Yeah, we can. Maybe even we before. Can. Maybe even before the. Yeah, that's right. So that was the news I've been holding on to for like what two weeks now? Because I gave two weeks. Yeah. I was gonna tell you guys last weekend. <laughs> right. I mean, shit, I mean, whatever, not a big deal, but I'm going to tell you what, man, they, this is the first time I have ever had any kind of recollection of a company. They weren't begging, but they were hard selling me to stay. Right. Like really hard selling me to stay. I've never been offered a raise at this company and I've been there for nearly nine years. Right. And I've asked well, I mean, for you've been an important before. part of the company. I have right, been, well, and this is a the little first too time late, they've man, ever you know? offered. Uh, that's what I said. I said, "Well, shit, guys, where was this? Where I, I think my exact words were, where was this four years ago?" Right. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't yeah. intending to stay anyway. I'd already made my decision. So, but anyway, anyway, guys, are pricks. But anyway, so <laughs> me freedom. Uh, my throw a glass, and I almost feel like you guys will appreciate this or at least relate to this so what type of phone does everybody have uh, it doesn't have to get specific but i have an apple do you guys have an apple or an android what, what what type of phone do you guys have 
I got an Apple, baby. Yeah, I got an iPhone 7. Okay. Thank you for not being specific. So, um, <laughs> you being a dick right now? You being a little bit of a dick? Of right course. Now? That's what I made. You asked dick. me what kind of phone I had, and I was going to tell you specifically what kind of phone Something I got. Like that? Bro. So, yeah, he was going to specifically every... be not specific. Yeah. Trying to help yes. you out, bro. Good job. That did was you, very. Did you tell me to not be specific? Yes. He did. Actually, yeah. very specific. I'm pretty sure you. I'm but that's okay. Sure you didn't do that. Listening comprehension. Yeah. That's cool. I'm yeah, that'll sure you come didn't up. Do that'll that. come up when, when this shit comes out. So, I would like to throw a glass at the Bluetooth or iPod or whatever feature it is on iPhones because every time I get in my car and I want to play something. Either through Bluetooth. It's that last porn video, right? The last porn video you're watching comes on your little girls in the in car. His and car. You're like, oh, that's awkward. <laughs> never. <laughs> that never happens. <laughs> Even if I wanted it to, because that prelude, preloaded U2 album just plays on a whim oh, without anybody. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Fucking it's like, time. damn it, U2. Like, I didn't ask for this. <laughs> uh, and I know this is how many years old now, but. Every single time I get in the car, something California. That is <laughs> I hate you two. One of the few bands I like <laughs> to the fucking core is you two. I I've never liked them. And that shit out of my car. I can't even delete it off my fucking uh No, no, you delete it from your iPhone and it's still there. It's still there with the little cloud button and the little arrow, and then you like tap. Even if you don't tap it, it can still play. It still knows. Still knows how it works. Man, I have a special place for you two. You know what I mean? It's it's like on the ground as I'm taking a dump on it. That's the place for you two <laughs> on my front lawn. I don't know. It's your place. You know what I'm saying? I, I've got my lawn chair. It's got a hole in the bottom, and you two's at the bottom of that hole, and I'm taking a poo on it. That's where you two <laughs> stands in my. I really hate you two. That drives me so fucking nuts because I know as soon as I get in the car, when I'm consciously thinking about it, it's like, okay, all right, let me get real quick to the music and play something real quick before it comes on because I really just, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Or oh, let me scroll to you. Let me get the YouTube app up. Let me put on my little mix that I've got going on the YouTube before it starts playing. Oh man, it's so fucking annoying. So I'm throwing a glass of beer to drink music to by Dogfish Head Brewery out of Delaware. Nice. Because those assholes need to stop playing that shit when I don't want when I don't want them to. It makes me want to <laughs> you know, It makes me want to drink in a bad way when I listen to you two. Do you guys like you two? <laughs> no. Does anybody like you two? I really enjoyed Uno, Dos, Tres, Catorce. It made me really confused for a while, but I, I like the song. No, I don't even like that song. I don't like a single song by you two. Not one. Yeah, not really? a single one. No, not many don't bands do that. Give to up. You got to listen to you. Don't. No, <laughs> no, nothing. Yeah, no. no. I like Bloody Sunday. That's it. No, don't even like that one. No, <laughs> can't do it's it. A, it's a it's a good song. You're missing out, buddy. No, not. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm in your. So, no, but anyway, so. Song. No, yeah. not even. I mean, you but <laughs> yeah, you heard me. You know, I did hear you, but disagree. <laughs> and this is where Miliardo edits to ten hours later, and your freedom is ten hours later. <laughs> I am going to pour a glass in a different manner than this segment is normally intended. Okay, I'm going to pour a glass of 
an American-made Guinness Blonde American Lager to commemorate. Remember, I sent this article a little, uh, maybe a few weeks ago. Yes. To commemorate the opening yes. soon of a U.S.-based Guinness brewery that will be opening in the Baltimore, Maryland area. I think that's still pretty trying fucking to, cool. Still trying to wrap my mind around it, man. I know. It's still fucking cool. Got a lot of feelings. Got a lot of feelings, man. <laughs> so apparently they're going to brew, stri- like their their staple is going to be the American Blonde, the Guinness American Blonde. I think that we've all tried. It's a pretty good beer. Um, and I think they are. I got some in my fridge right now. Right, yeah. right. I- I'm pretty sure regular Guinness Stout is not coming from there. It may be like your extras or I don't know. I don't know if they're, I don't know if any other stouts that they do besides regular dry stout, the extra stout, and I think an export stout. I don't know if there's another one, uh, but they said that uh, they would be brewing some stouts. It didn't. It wasn't. Yeah, specific. there's the classic stout too that I had in uh, Spain this last time, which it, it's like a, oh it, yeah, it like falls somewhere in between the extra stout and the draft. Well, they also had that half strength or whatever, right? Remember the half strength that we had? Yeah, yeah, but I think that one's just where they. They bring the alcohol content down. It doesn't change the flavor a whole lot. But yeah, you're right. They I think got it, the half strength. I think that would still be a pretty neat place to visit one day. I think there's going to be a visitor yep. center, yes. restaurant, and all that kind of shit. So that's why I'm pouring a glass, but in a good way. Nice. Well, remember how I had said that like, I really enjoyed the Red Harvest Guinness? Yes, you guys and like, I've, I've still never, never seen it. Here's the thing. I haven't seen it either. Somebody decided to make that, and then it's not around. So... What if they made just like you go in there and there's like a bunch of Guinnessy type things that you can try and they're not all going to be winners. You know that because, you know, Guinness is amazing and you're like, well, some of these are going to be nitro, but some of them might be like, you know, legit ball busters. And I'm hoping that they might be able to do something like that there. That's my hope. Right. I've kind of got mixed feelings. Even like with the Guinness thing, like on one hand, it's like I would love to see them make Guinness here in the U.S. because I know... It really does taste better in Ireland. Yeah. But on the other hand, I feel like if they did, it would take some of the magic away. So, like, there's another part of me that's kind of like, well, if they make all the other beers but not the Guinness, then I'm kind of okay with that. So, yeah. Got a lot of feelings, man. Got a lot of feelings going on. Yeah, I'm not sure what to take of it either, but I think it's still pretty cool because, you know, Budweiser, for example, is like it's it's a international company. They've got breweries all over the world. Guinness, you don't really hear about them being anywhere other than Ireland, and them wanting to expand and actually brew beer in another market like America. I think that's actually, I mean, it's pretty cool. It may not be the same. Mm-hmm. It, it's probably not going to be anything. It, it may not be spectacular. It may not live up to our standards, and that's fine. But it's still pretty cool. To at least experience it, I think. so. Right. Yeah. No, I, I know exactly what it's going to be. It's going to be just like BMW. All of a sudden, everybody's lives are just going to be a little bit better. And you're not going to know why. It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. Because BMW is an American BMW's now. That's right. why. Yeah. That's why everyone's Fair lives are a little bit better. <laughs> anyway, that, that's all I got for this week. Everybody's lives are just going to be a little bit better. All right. You want to go, Carlos? You want me to go? Uh, yeah, I'll go, uh, if you don't mind. Um, I, mine are nothing real serious. Let's see. What do you guys want to hear first? What you want me to do with the glass? Um, Raise it, well, bro. 
put it on the floor. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. And then squat over it. Uh, pull your pants down. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And squat vigorously. Squat right? vigorously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Should I stop before my butthole gets to the glass or at the glass or? Um, Should I feel? I mean, pressure? if you can't if you can't feel the floorboards, then you're doing it wrong, right? <laughs> so, so, so what you're telling me is I should feel a bit of a pinch. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, yeah. This should be an emergency room hamster type situation shortly, but yeah, no, continue. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So I don't have anything nearly as um as important or as uh, exciting as freedom. I'm gonna throw a glass at all of Europe. <laughs> nice. So, you know, I recently got back from my trip with the kids. We had a great time. The kids were amazing. Um, loved everywhere that we went. In particular, I liked Barcelona a lot. I liked this, oh, and yeah. I liked Barcelona this, is awesome. I liked Assisi a lot. So we had a really good time. So no disrespect there. But um I, I'm gonna need Europe to get a little bit more freedom going on. Feel that freedom on its face? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna need them to feel that freedom all over their face because, <laughs> man, like finding a restroom in Europe is a pain in the ass. It should not be that hard to find a place to take a leak. Like I understand that not all cultures do public restrooms and all, but like, uh, it was tough. It was tough. So it's like. Yeah. Come on, Europe. You know, like you've got money. Everybody knows you guys got money. Your euro's doing better than the dollar. Why do we have public restrooms and you guys ain't got bullshit? You know, <laughs> even like we went into a McDonald's. I was like, McDonald's, there's freedom, right? We'll go in there. My kids will be able to take a leak. Right. We go into McDonald's. Their damn bathrooms have like uh, you got to punch a code in to get to the restroom. The hell is that? Well, how do you get a code? You got to buy something. Oh, shit. Yeah. So. Problem number one. Problem number two. Europe, get some fucking water fountains. I mean, it's not that big of a deal, dude. Just, like, put a water fountain up every once in a while, you know? It's like, everybody knows you guys are bougie. Like, I feel like Europe kind of has that feeling, like, it would be like if you went to Bill Gates' house, right? And, like, he's having, like, a little, like, hey, come look at how much money I have, right? Mm -hmm. And so you go to Bill Gates' house, and he feeds you, like, Vienna sausages and saltine crackers. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, you're like... You know, the fuck is this, Bill? Like, everybody knows you got money, you know? Right. I feel like that's what Europe's doing. Right. I think uh, when we were over there, it was like 80 cent to the dollar. Mm-hmm. It's like, if your money is really doing that much better than the U.S. dollar, get some freaking water fountains, you know? <laughs> and a place to take a leak, you know? So anyway, I throw my glass at Europe. Um, I don't, I always forget to do the beers, though. Let me come up with a good... I mean, I know what I would throw at Europe if I was you. Do you? What would you throw? I would throw a Milwaukee's Best. Number one, because <laughs> it would be your favorite light beer. Number two, it has the word Milwaukee in it. It has the word Milwaukee, I'll which is like Murica. Oh, Murica. You know what I mean? I'll walk right into that. Murica. Yeah. All right. Milwaukee's Best it is. The Beast. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Pour glass. I want a pour glass. This one's kind of serious, I guess. Um, to the diver that lost his life saving those Thai um soccer players, yeah. those kids. Yeah, you guys yeah. hear about all that? I did. Did you watch oh, the yeah. video of like them going through those tunnels and caves? No, I haven't seen no. that. I am not a claustrophobic person. You know, I don't have a complex about it or anything. But holy crap, 
it was incredible. So in a way, like I'm raising my glass to those guys, but I'm I'm pouring a glass to the diver that lost his life saving those little boys. Sure. Yeah. And then I'm gonna raise my glass. So um, our illustrious president uh, visited his, visited Scotland this week. Nice. On his way over to um, hang out with his bestie uh, Vladimir Putin in Russia. <laughs> right. And so he he stayed he stayed for a couple of days in Scotland and shot uh, a couple games of um, golf at one of his golf courses that he owns there. And there were a lot of protests in Scotland, and the Scottish people were not were not super they weren't super pumped to see him and uh i want to raise my glass specifically though uh to a guy that somehow managed to get a um like a parasail situation and <laughs> parasail over trump's golf course while trump is playing golf waving a big banner that says trump is always well below par <laughs> I I just thought that like that just really That's had awesome. some nice flavor to it and like that guy really right. put some thought and some creativity into uh -huh. his protest uh -huh. and I really appreciate that. And you know that that really got to him. Oh, like, I have no doubt. You know that, that really pissed him off. Well, the Secret Service got in a bunch of trouble because apparently this guy got way closer to the president than he should have been able to. Sure. Because he yeah, was in yeah. a freaking hang glider. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so um, I've always rooted for the guy, like, no matter what the protest is, like, the guy with the funny poster that's, like, right, like witty, you know? Yeah. And so yeah, yeah. I think that guy went above and beyond the Call of Duty. So um, <laughs> so I raised my glass. Um, I don't know the guy's name. I, I, I wasn't able to find it. But I raised my glass of Big Balls Stout by Brew Rock Brewery. Right, I like it. To that guy that went uh, hang gliding over Donald Trump while he tried to play a game of golf. It's <laughs> fucking hilarious. So, so anyway, those are mine. Well done, sir. Thank you, sir. You know what I like about tonight? All three of us are going to do these in a different order. And that's magic. I dig it. I'll go with the original order, since no one else did. I'm going to raise my glass to logic and reasoning. And the reason I'm going to do that, I find it like, as I get older... I start to notice patterns in the way that I think and the way that I do things. And it was actually, I was watching this like uh, a reality show, which is, I know is garbage TV, but I was watching a reality show and I was listening Fuck to this. That. I know I was listening to them fight on this reality show. And the way that they fought was just so fucking dumb when you're not in the fight, you know, you're not, you're not actively in the argument. And then you hear the way they're talking to each other and you're just like, man, they're both, fucking illogical and stupid mm -hmm. and then that made me start to pay attention to myself if i was hot about something but work or wherever home who knows and i realized that all right so we're all a little bit apish when we get really pissed off you know what i mean like we all lose a little bit of reason when we get really mad or really hurt or right. whatever it is and yeah. by watching how that works and by being more in tune with myself as i get a little bit older I have been able to use logic and reason to diffuse situations in a way that I never would have been able to do 10 years ago, purely because I've started to be able to notice, you know, like logical fallacies. Oh, uh, I, I just heard what that guy said. And rather than get all pissed off about it, I'm going to recognize that that means he is thinking or feeling this. And this is what's really happening, even though this is what he's saying. And it's been able to allow me to take control of a lot of situations 
um, that normally I would have just been another person swinging fists. So I'm going to raise my glass of reasoning session by bare hands brewing because no matter how dumb and emotional we get because we are mammals logic and reason is pure and perfect and never ever 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 leads us astray and i love me some logic and reasoning i dig it i love hot dogs i wish more people loved logic and reasoning right right all right i'm gonna pour a glass and this one's a it so we're recording this mid-july 2018 which is i shouldn't say because now when i don't get it out until like fucking december it's going to show how big of a slacker i am but (laughs) i'm I'm getting that date because this is an outdated thing to say i mean this happened back in january of this year but i didn't find out about it until about a week ago i was randomly having a desire to listen to some cranberries i was like man i really want to listen to the cranberries i honestly have no idea where that desire came from but as I was just randomly YouTubing cranberries, you know, you type in onto Google cranberries, you get YouTube links. At some point, it caught my eye that, oh, shit, the lead singer of the cranberries died in January 2018. Yeah. And it was one of those, like, cranberries, I always love the cranberries, but they're not like a band that stays on your radar permanently. You know what I mean? Right. But I was always a huge fan. And so, yeah. you know, for six months, I, I had no idea. And uh, made me really sad. I, I went out, and I haven't bought a CD probably in, in like five or six years because, you know, what's a CD, right? Nobody buys that shit anymore. But I went out and bought every single one of their CDs just to make sure I had them all. And, you know, because a lot of their music was from like the 90s, I was able to do this for like 40 bucks on eBay and Amazon, all seven of their, their CDs. But um, I've been loving my, my Cranberry playlist. I'm going to raise my glass of... Linger Longer Lager by Cycle Brewing Company. Oh, nice. Company. Yeah, see what I did there? Very nice. nice. I see what you did there. Well I see what you did there. Yeah. And I, I got to say this too, like to go from one moment listening to those songs to the next moment, her voice is even more haunting because it has a sort of haunting element to it. Mm-hmm. It's even more haunting once you realize that she's gone. Yeah, now she's a unique vocalist. She is. And the second that switched, and I listened yeah. to one of her, like Zombie, I think it was, I was listening to, and I was like, oh shit, man. Oh, yeah, that's my favorite. That's really, yeah. that's really haunting. That's a haunting anyway, song. Great, great band. The lyrics and the subject matter of that song is haunting. It is. The video, like, because I was, I was listening to it on YouTube, and the video was banned in the United States. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Oh, I didn't know that. And uh, whatever playlist I was looking at, like it had all the uh, videos from one of their albums and zombie video popped up and it was like, this video has been banned because of your region. And I'm like, fuck does that mean? Yeah. Fuck does my region ban music <laughs> video? Whatever. Babble bell, communism, fascist, uh, big brother. So they get you. <laughs> no, I don't have that. I'm not in the Bible belt. This is just America up here. Yeah, like, I'm just, know. I'm just full scale America. Jesus to get you up there too, man. He said, hey, this ain't for you, bro. That's true. That's true. This video is not for you. We're the Bible necktie. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I uh, apparently somebody, there's some like emo-y type band that redid uh, Zombie. Yeah. And one of my kids let me listen to it, and it was pretty decent. And I said, listen to this. Yeah. And then all the kids voted on which one they liked better. And the Cranberries won decisively. Oh, you won. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. fuck yeah. <laughs> that's awesome you know the remake was cool and i i hadn't heard it before so I, like it was it was cool to hear a different you know version or whatever and they did a good job but you know it's i mean yeah. cranberries are just her voice and all is so unique yeah so. yeah absolutely 
I was sad when I heard she passed away too. Like six months ago? Yeah. Yeah. Always last to the party, this guy. <laughs> yeah. Today, I'm going to throw a glass, and I don't know what this uh, phenomenon is called, so I'm going to invent a name. I'm going to call it Shitty Meme Speak. And I'm going to I'm gonna try to describe to you guys what Shitty Meme Speak is. And I'm going to do this um, improv style. So, uh, uh, Corrales, from you, yes, sir. I'm going to need an indefensible position. A position that I should not be able to defend. Um, uh, puppies are tasty and should be eaten regularly. Love it. And uh, freedom. From you, I'm going to need a group of people. The Jews. Uh, all right i'll go with it i'm not afraid i'm not afraid of nothing all right so i'm gonna have a discussion with you guys just like we're buddies you know we're just talking and you had no idea that i felt this way about this thing and i'm gonna be like man i saw this article today and like eating puppies it's actually like a real thing and we should all really think about this because like they don't want you to know the health benefits that come from eating puppies. And, and I, I've just now recently learned that, like, it's a thing. And we should all really look into this. I mean, have you guys heard about this? I haven't heard about that, Milliard. Why don't you tell me more? You know why you, know why you haven't heard about You haven't heard about this because the Jews don't want you to hear about this. The Jews control all the media. <laughs> right. And, and the fact that you haven't heard of this, that's part of the problem. Yeah. Like, I can't even tell you, like... The Jews are like foaming at the mouth right now because I know this information and and like they don't want you to know what I've seen ever since ever since fucking 9-11 when the Jews um, destroyed the World Trade Center. Right. That was because eating puppies was coming to, to the forefront and no one knew about it. And right. we were about to say something and the Jews, like, you know, they like we can't do that. So, I mean, you're just lucky that, that you have somebody me, like me in your life to, to let you know about this because before too much longer eating puppies is not going to be allowed by anybody and we have to eat puppies now while we still can well, we can still get our hands us. on those tasty puppies <laughs> oh i can't go any further my brain hurts my brain hurts <laughs> please elaborate on where the hell this came from so have you ever had a conversation with somebody where it's like um they'll spout out something and we're friends but even if it was somebody that was wasn't a good friend but somebody that you're like not wanting to have a fight with, they spout out something. You're like, well, that's not true. Like that didn't happen. Right. And, you know, you, even if if you say something, they then respond with like 10 more non-truths or semi-truths or weird things that you can't fact check fast enough, whatever the scenario is. And it's just like a constant barrage of either not truths or misleading truths or sounds off but you don't know that they're not truths and they're so convinced by their position they don't care about what you have to say about it so it's not even a conversation it's just them basically preaching this like little snippets barrage of mistruths all the time little snippets all the time that's why i call it meme speak yeah because it's like little catchphrase snippets of information they keep shooting at you and then you literally don't have enough time to process it all and to fact check it all and so you just sit there in silence because you're a polite person and you don't want to be like you're a crazy motherfucker. You just sit there in silence. And then by sitting there in silence, you start to feel like, man, am I tacitly approving of what they're saying? Do they now also think 
that I think that the Jews are wanting me to not know about the benefits of eating puppies? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like this has been happening to me more recently than in a long time. Right. Where just people in my life will just start going and going and going. And I can, I can point out all the things that they're saying that are logically invalid, but they just have so much that they're throwing so fast. There's literally no way to keep up because they don't want to have a conversation. They want to preach at you and they want you to sit there in silence and be part of the club. And then when you don't say anything, they assume you are part of the club. The people of Indiana. There is some of that. It's the people of Indiana. It's okay. You can say it. You can say it, Miliardo. It's it's Canada. (laughs) It's Canada. You're amongst friends here. This is a safe space. Oh people God. so the, the people in southern space. canada quit, northern quit saying mexico. safe space this is not a safe space which i think no. makes indiana <laughs> <a> middle <laughs> mexico i think that makes indiana middle mexico actually Ooh, right if it's maybe. southern northern <laughs> mexico then it's middle mexico southern. indiana is Hola. mexico guys um <laughs> muy bueno uh nacho grande there you um go. so like the you nailed it what really made me think about this was i was reading um jim comey's book about uh, um why i really like it <laughs> okay. and here's the thing about jim comey you, you don't have to like him as a person but if you read his book yeah the protagonist and his the, the pr- protagonist <laughs> <laughs> the protagonist in his book is a amazingly decent and good human being so even if he's not the person he claims he is, reading the book is a, an incredibly interesting experience because yeah. you are reading about a protagonist who is. I honestly think he is a principled man. I'm kind of on that camp too, but yeah. either way, it's irrelevant because the book the book is so interesting and, and the protagonist that he portrays is such an interesting and good character that it's worth listening to that person. It's one of those things where like I do believe that even bad people can have good ideas. So whether he's a good person or a bad person, I do think that his ideas are pretty good most of the time from that book. But um, he was telling the story about Trump and how he was sitting there in the, one of those rooms in the White House and Trump was doing like a, a constant barrage of facts and data. And it was one of those things where he felt like he couldn't speak because no one else in the room was speaking and it felt like it felt wrong to speak up. And eventually he did. And when he did, everyone was surprised because Trump had said something that was blatantly wrong. And he corrected him and everybody in the room stopped and looked and was surprised. And when he put it in those words where he didn't want to sit there and tacitly approve of things that he knew were incorrect. Nice. And that's why he had to say something. Yeah. That's when I was like, this happens to me in my life with some regularity. Yeah. Like there are people in my life that do this. Yeah, I think it's increasingly becoming like a nationwide worldwide phenomenon so that's not just me no not at all and i think a lot of no. it's the 24-hour news cycle a lot of it's internet you know like everyone wants they want their data quickly and it's empowered politicians to inundate us with misinformation yeah but I think in a way it's set an example of just like a new way that people communicate with each other. Right. You know, like the whole hashtag mindset that like I can yeah. take a picture yeah. and communicate everything that I need to communicate in a phrase. Is that really what we've come <laughs> to? You know? Um, yeah. So no, I, I think that's a phenomenon I've, I've noticed and I see it a lot with my young people that I teach, you know? Oh no. Because I feel like that's the death of reason. I mean, if, if right. you're no longer willing to have a discussion and all you want to do is have like these sort of like pitchforked, embroiled, 
like uh, speeches, these Braveheart slash Aragorn of the Black Gates slash, you know. I don't know what that is. You knew Braveheart, right? I mean, Aragorn. Freedom. I don't know what Aragorn you had, is. You got to know Freedom. Yeah, I feel like he just put a little bit of a jab at you right there, Freedom. Like, I mean, Freedom's name is a meme. <laughs> it freedom kind is of a meme. Is. But, it kind of is. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if people are I not do. wanting to actually have discussions, not wanting to have conversations, then what's the point of talking about it? Because the second you like say something that's well, off-kilter. and that's where we are politically. I mean, you look at our Congress. That's like, oh, yeah. we couldn't come up with a budget, so we just shut the government down. It's like you did what? Right. Like you can't. That that's not in the best interest of anyone. But they can't have any kind of c- communication because their constituents will right. accuse them of being weak. And it's like politics should be discussion. You know. Right. And there should be the ability to have nuance and discussion, right. which means you should be able to have this Lincoln-Douglas style, I get to say what I have to say, you get to say what you have to say, right. and then we respond to each other's points, right. not just this like constant barrage of facts that are so fast that you have no chance to even respond or even fact check them. You know, it's, yeah. The narrative creates itself, and you have no way to steer it, and if you don't say anything, you, you feel like you become a part of it. It's weird. Right, yeah. It's the opposite of logic and reasoning. So those two things. It is. And I'm so glad you said that because I was raising the reasoning session. Mm -hmm. I'm throwing a glass of unreasonable stout. Oh, by Center of the Universe Brewing Company. (laughs) And I got to up my game. I've I'm glad up you picked up on that. On the, yeah. uh, on the beer selections. I always forget to do that part. You've said that like five times. I need you to get back on it. It's really hard when you don't have any internet, you know, to type things into a phone <laughs> yep. and, and look up results. It's tough. <laughs> in the boonies. It's, it's tough when you're Amish or whatever, Corralysis. I got to go out back. I got to get the mule walking around in his circles, you know, so I can generate some electricity. You know, then I got to come back in the house. How many black curls do you have coming down from the hat that you currently are wearing on your head? That's what I want to know. Like, <laughs> Am how I Hasidic Jewish Jew? are you right now? <laughs> right. Have you ever slung a chicken over your head to break its neck? Well, That's here's, what I want to know. Here's the deal. The first thing I want to tell you guys, okay, it's not okay to eat puppies. That's the first thing I want to tell you guys <laughs> as an Orthodox Jew, okay? The second thing okay, I want to tell you guys that's fair. Long and lingering for both of you. It's not kosher. It's not, not kosher. kosher. It's not you kosher missed your word, puppies, bro. Guys. It's not kosher to eat puppies. <laughs> I like the way you took that. Like I imagine you would take that as okay, eating puppies, that's bad. Jewish people, that's gonna be like a racial slur. So I'm gonna make it the Jews are telling us to eat puppies. But you didn't go that way. You made the Jews a good guy. I commend you for that. That's very progressive right. of you, Miliardo. You were like, no, the Jews are telling us to not eat the puppies, actually. <laughs> a little twist there. I appreciate yeah, that. Well, yeah. yeah. As an Orthodox Jew, I really appreciate that. Yeah. I get that vibe from you. Yeah. <laughs> Mazel tov. <laughs> I'm like an Amish Jew. Is that what I am? I'm an Amish Jew Am- living out here in the middle of the boonies. An Amish Quaker <laughs> um, Mennonite Jew. Jew. <laughs> Mennonite. Yes, that's you. That is Corrales. That's, that's your jam. Yep. Yep. If you're doing anything <laughs> fun, you should probably stop. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of a better line to end the episode on than that. <laughs> Do anything fun, then you better stop. It's probably wrong. It's probably sinful or non-kosher. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our show. The 1068 Pub is closing. 
We'll be back with more beer and more shit we find entertaining. If there are certain beers you'd like us to try, or if you have any comments about our show, you can reach out to us at 1068pubcast at gmail.com. Oh yeah, I gotta back out to the main menu, man. I can't hear all these seagulls and shit in my head headphones. You nailed that seagull impression, by the way. <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> now that last one sounded more like, like a Teletubby. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what a Teletubby sounds like. I, that, I've, I've never, not know. once watched oh, the Teletubby know. show. You I've seen, know. I've seen like the memes and and the joke. I've heard the jokes and stuff. Specifically, you sounded like Lala. So, I, I didn't know they had names. Oh yeah, Lala. Po, I swear, Lala. I, I knew that Come there was on, a, a pink and a purple. Maybe I couldn't tell you the other colors. That's You're one thing I right never now. saw. I just, oh, hey? I know what you know, freedom. I know what you know. What do I know? I know things, my friend. Mm-hmm. You know things about Teletubbies, what you know. I know that there was a gay one because he was he, I think, was in the news. What Tinky Winky? Because he was gay. I don't know. Oh yeah, Tinky. It was a gay. Is that was Tinky Winky? Right? That was one. Tinky Winky. But, Lala, wait a minute. The gay oh, one's name was, was Tinky Winky. How do we know he was gay? Was he putting his Tinky Winky in one of the other Teletubbies? Or? <laughs> 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 With a name like that, I mean... And here's the thing, too. I distinctly remember those those bastards did not wear clothes. And I don't remember seeing any genitalia. So what were they putting in what where? You know what I mean? Right. The square antennas? Is that what they did? They like yeah, maybe rubbed them up all on the circle antenna? Were actually yeah. their genitalias. Yep. Right. Uh, somehow I ended up with two open and full Natty Lights. I don't know how I did that. Uh, I mean, that sounds like a good problem to have, personally, right? I'm not complaining. I need something to wash down that rich and rare, man. Oh, God. <laughs> I am your pubcaster, Miliardo. With me here tonight is the guy who, much like Jason Aldean, highly recommends that you... Oh, we're not hearing it. You didn't hear that? I no. didn't hear it. No. Oh, what? I thought I thought I thought it was some kind of riddle and I was supposed to know the answer to it. I was hoping Freedom knew the answer. <laughs> okay, that was on. the answer. I hang just on. gave it to you. Hang on. <laughs> Shit ain't playing. <laughs> hang on. And the bloopers begin. Right, right <laughs> at the beginning. <laughs> Y'all keep talking. I got a spider in the room. I gotta kill that bitch. <laughs> so you can only you can only keep <sighs> You can only keep five fish, right? Okay. The winning boat had 18 pounds. Wow. That's five fish that are all averaging more than three pounds apiece. How many pounds did you have? I had zero pounds, Miliardo. <laughs> <laughs> we did not catch so that would be fish. Uh, that would be zero times five. <laughs> uh, right. Okay. No, I got you. Still got zero, you. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was towards the right. end of the day, and I was like, you know, I could be on my couch right now catching the same amount of that I'm catching in this boat right now. <laughs>
There we go. We're good. <laughs> that, was, that was the most vengeful insect extermination <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. Well done, Sam. It was fucking huge, man. Is it dead now? <laughs> it, it better be. I'm pretty sure freedom just limit broke. Like, he had taken enough damage and he, his meter was filled. And he was able to really bring down the wrath of freedom. And uh, Bro, I think I, do it. I pulled a muscle in my neck, I think. Jesus. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna hang on. I'm gonna go get some medicine for that shit. That hurts. Shit. Pulled a muscle killing a spider. Oh, bitch. Yeah, Pubcast delay number two. Seriously. We have been recording less than five minutes. I heard from the back. Zach. That- <laughs> and he said, "Yeah." <laughs> and he said. Give me a minute. I'll show him. <laughs> he just figured someone was wanting to buy something really cheap to drink. Ooh. It must be. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know, man. It could go either way. And I totally right. botched it. I said my name. He did too. Have been like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. I'll, I'll, I'll find a way to make that work. I sure did. Hey, how about this? Each of you say freedom right now. Freedom. Freedom. <laughs> You sons of bitches, that's not gonna work. Good, whatever. Good luck. Good It'll luck, happen. It'll happen. It'll fucking happen. Yeah, just weave that in there. Two, real, real seamlessly. Three. Beep. Right. One of those moments. Yeah. Is that what you were looking for? Yeah. 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 <laughs> By the way, there's nobody in my house. It's just me right now, so I can be allowed as nice loud as I fucking that's want good. to. That's, that's why. Good. That's why I killed that that spider with vengeance earlier like fucking rio from from uh <laughs> die, bitch <laughs> did i say die bitch i don't even know you, you, you fucking die. you fucking i believe you actually you stood up your hair turned blonde and you said kamehameha and then i just heard a fucking explosion and i'm like well, spider woke power up comes back on yeah. yeah spider woke up in a damn crater yep <laughs> <laughs> Is that an anime thing? Yeah. Oh, that was Dragon Come Ball on, Z. Come on, dude. Man. That you was know Dragon, Dragon Ball Z. Don't act like you don't Dragon know. Don't act like you don't know. You But I don't know because I never watched it. Raising a glass. I am actually going to drop my mic real quick. Hang on. You raised the glass high enough. Yeah. Grouse, who was the, who was the politician that was like, Bial! it's been too long. I don't remember. Oh, uh, oh, what is his name? What was his face? I keep wanting to say Joe Biden, and I'm wrong. No, it's not Joe Biden. It was a guy that didn't get elected. <laughs> I know. Uh, was it John what Kerry? Was his name? No. no. He, no. Oh, my computer restarted. That's not good. Uh-oh. So Did you lose your you're, file? You're... Yep, probably. God, what was it? So, uh, good luck editing I that shit. I got you. Okay. Uh, Howard I don't Dane. remember the... Howard Dean. Howard Dean. Yeah. Howard yeah, Dean. Yeah, that guy. That's some weird <laughs> shit, man. Hang on one second. My raising. Hang on. Hang glass. on. Hang on. Okay. 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 Now go. Son of a bitch. Start over. I had my controller died. Now I know that it matters. Me freedom. I'm raising a glass. <laughs> <laughs> Not only are we going to New Hampshire, Tom Harkin, we're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma. There it is. There it is. Let it go, buddy. Let it go. That's right. All the states. 
It was more safe than I thought it was. I didn't even realize <laughs> named all it was a part of that. We do it. Oh. And we're oh, going to take Puerto Rico. And we're going to take South America. And we're going to take Saudi Arabia. And we're going to take Oman. And we're going to take Russia. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, I'm just basing it off of the article that I wrote. A uh, road? Oh, my God. You wrote it? You wrote that I article? wrote that article. What? Damn, bro. Lord of the Rings are porn. I wrote <laughs> that article. <laughs> I wrote that article, baby. <laughs> oh, it's porn because you said baby. Yeah. Right. Uh, dude, it, it, when I saw the video, it was just, it like, it, it was the kind of stuff hey, that like makes your Freedom is crapping all up. over everything you're saying. What? Right, he's yeah, like, he's right. been doing that kind of all night, man. <laughs> Sorry. He's like juggling toasters or something. <laughs> 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 you hungry, Freedom? You hungry, bro? Sorry, bro. You making some pop put me on mute. There you go, buddy. <laughs> Do you guys have any video games in you? Or is it too late? Man, I gotta I gotta get some sleep. I'm done tonight, guys. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Yeah, That's I got fair. up at uh I've been up since hey, uh three thirty in the morning. Oh. Freedom he's such a dick. No. <laughs> you know. Ooh. How's your vagina? When I take you shooting, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull a I'm gonna pull a Dick Cheney on you when we go. Oh, to shoot, place. shoot me in the ass. Yeah, I'm gonna blast your ass. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna light you up.